Aloha, everybody. I hope you're having a good day, a good week, good couple of weeks, I guess, in question mark. I'm doing pretty good myself, although this uh, this episode really took a lot out of me. I didn't think that it was going to be both this easy and this hard to actually do, and it took a lot of uh, mental energy out of me, and that I expected. I did expect that part, especially telling my story and all that stuff. But I really wanted it to sound impactful. <laughs> so I'm sure you noticed there was a lot more music in this one episode. I don't think I intend on doing that uh, long term. But uh, I mean, if it's nice and people like uh, having all the music, that music was uh, technically free to use as long as I attribute the artists. And uh, I did uh, make sure to give them credit uh, for their work from the uh, Pixabay uh, episode, not episode, uh, website, because they had some banger music. <laughs> they had a lot of music. I almost, uh, accidentally hit, like, a, a polka song for one of their, uh, sadder moments in this episode, and, uh, would have loved it to have done it, but I had to resist the urge. And, uh, it's weird because after I did the full editing and I listened to it, I realized I, I think this is what they call, uh, imposter syndrome. Maybe not. Uh, imposter syndrome is where you really don't think you're as good as you really are. Like, you're just faking it to make it. And because I was doing a script, even though I had poured my heart out into the words, I realized I was reading off my story with just as much, uh, you know, bravado as uh, somebody that, uh, you know, reads from the book or a book. And I don't know if it translated as well as I had hoped. Because I know if I just spoke it out, I would have been doing a lot of, uh, mm, I yeah, you know, stuff like that. But it was a true story. It is a true story. And it does, uh, it's hard to really think about the fact that I failed out of college because, you know, it's not a 100% video game addiction. I would say it's a good 90%. But... Like many people say, there's a lot of key factors that lead into people turning to video games as their vice in such a way that we, it becomes unhealthy. And obviously, depression is a huge thing for that. And I also struggle with, de you know, depression. And I'm, I'm doing pretty good, but I notice whenever I uh, I start to sink into my, uh, you know, playing games for hours at a time, only focusing on that game instead of, like, mixing it up every now and then... I, you know, it's often tied to the times where I, I need it like comfort food, like junk food. But inversely, I also have to remember that if I play a game even in a good mood, uh, the opposite can happen. If you listen to more of Dr. K, he, uh, he does do a good job explaining in his uh, video game addiction series where if you can play a game and if you're in a good mood and it's a good game, you'll get endorphins, which is good. But if you keep playing it over and over and over, you're still getting the same amount of endorphins, but at the same time, you're getting resistant to it because you're adjusted to it, kind of like alcohol. And so I, I need to understand that if I play the same game so much all the time, I'll eventually get depressed playing it, trying to play it to feel good and realizing that I'm spinning in the spiral. And then when I step out of this moving car that is a game that I'm, you know, addicted to, then suddenly I'm just uh, I'm a, a very mean wretch to everything else in my life. And no one needs to see that kind of stuff, you know?
And I thought it would be interesting to take a look at uh, some of the games that I have in, say, my Steam library, the games that I have clearly gotten addicted to. And uh, there's a few of them. And there's also a couple of games I spent a lot of time in, and I don't think I was nearly as addicted so much as I was having fun at my own pace. And we'll point them out. Like, we know World of Warcraft was the big one. And uh, I think Destiny 2 could have been easily a contender if I didn't uh, start it so late in my life. I'm now able to, like, uh, I'll hit a certain point. It's like, okay, I'm not doing this because it's not fun and there's no point in doing this anymore. I have better things to do in my life. But uh, let's take a look at my Steam list, see what we got here. Uh, the first one that pops up is Among Us. This is something I got to enjoy late, at, you know, at life. But I also noticed that uh, it's one of those just one more game syndromes, which I, I believe I talked in a different off the script episode about this, where it's like, you can't just stop on a lose, right? And it sucks because I have friends that do that. I hate it when they do that. It's always one, two, three, four, you know, different people are like, you know, we can't win on a loss. The problem is, though, if you complain about that, then they're like, well, why don't you just leave Tyler? And, you know, they'll, they'll have their crap eating grin and all that stuff because they know they know it's just as hard for you as it is for them to, you know, say, OK, we should call it right here. Not spend an extra two hours. Uh, I mean, I haven't touched uh I'm going to shoot over to League of Legends. League of Legends is another game that I am addicted to playing. Uh, but I also noticed I only play it with friends. Thankfully. Thank God. <laughs> uh, I very, very rarely play League of Legends by myself. Because if I did, I don't think there would ever be an end of it. And League of Legends is in the same category of a toxic addiction waiting to happen as World of Warcraft. Ugh, I've played so much of the those games oh man but i do love playing as lux let's see uh, i see dead space the dead space series i wasn't really addicted to those i really did enjoy them though so i got that going for me the halo didn't really do it for me i used to play a lot of halo 3 when i was in high school but uh i mean it didn't keep me uh attentive to it long enough that i Simply sold my Xbox 360 Elite and got a PlayStation 3. See, <laughs> you got that going on. Let's see, take a little bit further down this list. I'm starting to notice I don't have as many games as I thought I did. And maybe they're, it's because they're on uh, like different launchers. Like, for example, World of Warcraft is not on Steam. And thinking about that, like uh, something like uh, Diablo 3. Diablo 3, I... Uh, I started getting into it a little too hard, and this was later in life. This was, in fact, about a year and a month ago. And the reason why I know that is because I was playing Di uh, Diablo 3, and I know it's probably Diablo or something like that. I always say Diablo, whatever. I know. Shame on me. Uh, I, I was playing D3 when my wife was pregnant, trying to do the seasonal events, and uh, one day I got up early to, uh, I think I was on vacation because we were anticipating Vinny being born that week. And as I was chilling and playing some uh, D3, I'm going to call it that for your sake, uh, she goes up to me and says, I think my water just broke. And my first response in my head at the very least, I think, I don't think I said it out loud, but my first thought to myself was like, well, we better get this uh, birth over uh, so I can get back and finish the season. And I have yet to play 
Diablo 3 since uh, my son was born. (laughs) And it's just such a a bizarre thing to think, like, I was so convinced that there was going to be, like, a a two, three-hour process. Wife goes in the the hospital, uh, they get some medical grade uh, WD-40, and whoop, there he is, and we go right home. (laughs) I was such an idiot. I was such a moron. I didn't even know. I didn't even know. Holy smokes. Uh, man, shout out to all the fathers who uh, understand that kind of logic walking into the hospital with your your pregnant wife ready to give birth. <laughs> uh, good times. Uh, another game that I tried giving a shot and I was uh, definitely addicted for all of one month uh, was uh, New World. Amazon's uh, New World had come out, uh, I believe, like a year and a half ago. Uh, not the date this episode, but, you know, it's whatever. And uh, I went all in on it. I was excited because, it, you know, somebody whispered uh, dark thoughts in my ears and said, yeah, you'll be able to cut trees and scale it up like RuneScape. And I was like, RuneScape? I'm banned from RuneScape uh, by my own honor. And I keep blaming on my wife, but she really doesn't want me playing RuneScape either. So it's kind of like a, a solid agreement. But if it's just... In a different MMO. <laughs> and so I played it. And I played it. And I really played it. And eventually I got sick of it. Thankfully. Because the game was so... Like the developers didn't know what was going on with their game. Because... Well, they did. But it was a matter of uh, balance issues happening so chaotically. That they were doing duct tape the whole server kind of solution. And it started getting ugly really quickly. And I was just a guy that was like, I want to grind. Let me make money if I can. I'll have a house, make me happy, and then I'll get some cool gear cool gear, and I'll be done with it. And they started saying stuff like, oh, yeah, uh, the economy is going to, going down the drain. And it's like, how? Well, it turns out we weren't uh, introducing enough gold into the server, and so much of it was being taken out for uh, housing rent. <laughs> I'm like, what? It's so... People were able to afford the housing and stuff, but at that current rate, within a couple of months, people weren't going to be able to afford their own housing. And it it just got so crazy with stuff like that. And eventually, I just kind of looked and I was like, I, I, I remember going to work, realizing that I was so mad at New World because I wanted to play it so badly and be happy with it. But every time I got on, every time I got news, I was just getting upset. And it was to the point that I would check the forums during my break in the middle of the night just to make sure that there wasn't like an update that would upset me when I got on. And much like the episode when it says, you know, if you're thinking about playing a game at work that obsessively and you're getting mad because you're thinking about a game and something that's happening in it, it's time to step back. And so I texted my wife. I was like, please uninstall New World. I want to come back and it's gone. And she said, no, you. So I eventually came back and very angrily, like the biggest Squidward frown upside down uh, smile, uh, uninstalled New World, and then I broke free. (laughs) Oh, man, I am so grateful I got rid of New World. It It was a game. It was a good game when you started. I would say the first 10 hours of that game was something magical. But the moment you hit hit max level and you saw that there was so much trouble with uh, content to endgame and stuff, 
So, yeah, I'm, I'm very glad I took a step away from that. But speaking of, uh, you know, cutting down trees and stuff, RuneScape was another one. RuneScape was probably the oldest one. Like, I, I could say stuff like maybe Zelda or something like that, but the, the nice thing about Zelda is, I think as a series, I've never really got, it, got addicted to it. The, the good news is, with Breath of the Wild in particular, uh, you can spend a lot of time into it, which, you know, if you put too much of that and you're neglecting life, yes, yes, I understand. But I would sink in, like, between 30 and 100 hours when I would play, say, Breath of the Wild. And you, you, the big thing is, like, okay, the biggest thing I could think of at the time was to get all 120 shrines and be done with them. And, and then, you know, you go beat Ganon and you get disappointed because the boss fight wasn't that great. And then I say, oh, this is the best game ever <laughs> because uh, I, I am a uh, simp for Zelda games. But RuneScape is a bit different on that forefront because there is no ending. I can't just go and collect 120 shrines. I can get 120 in a skill, perchance, but there's no credit scene. And so I would just spend hours upon hours grinding upon grinding because I hated doing the boss fights and trying to play against the bosses and killing them because the RuneScape uh, method of traveling and attacking and stuff was so wonky with the click, wait a half second if you're lucky, jump over. And it's like you're basically inputting, inputting orders to a character and then praying to God that you clicked on the right spot so they went the right direction. And there are certain things, like, I think it's called Rise of the Six. So there's this boss fight where it's, like, four people fight against six people of the barrows and all that stuff. And there's an end sequence after you loot the chest where you gotta run down a, tu a tunnel as a RuneScape character. And so you're clicking on the ground like a madman, hoping to God that he runs across and uh, get across these obstacles. And then you gotta find, the, like, the world's smallest uh, set of pixels to right-click cross a rope or something like that. And it was just awful, like, sitting there stressing out because of the time limit. And if you died, you pretty much got nothing out of the deal. So there was just so much to be had out of it. And so as a result, I was like, you know, I'll just go to my safe world and uh, get 99 in every skill. And that was a great idea. <laughs> oh, God. I can't believe I did that. I, I can't believe I got my max skill cape, and I, I put too much time, and I even started putting uh, too much money into that game. You know you're addicted to RuneScape. If you're going to see your you know one of your best friends for the first time ever, because you've known him over the internet, and you travel, I believe, well over like 1,500 miles to a different country, and you're going there, and you're hanging out with him for like a week or so, and one day, you you just look him dead in the eyes and say, I need a computer, I need to play RuneScape, I need to take a break from all this activity we've been doing. And it was basically, like, we had so much fun doing everything else, but I was fighting with Grawl of leveling up a skill that I could actually do on my phone if I really wanted to, and oh my gosh. And playing RuneScape, uh, you know, I was happy. I think he was content because he didn't have to play guest uh, for a couple hours. So I was sitting there going, <laughs> I get the level of skill. XP number go up. And, uh, but at the same time, it's like we could have done something cool. I was in a different country having fun on a vacation, exploring the joys of Vancouver. I'm so sorry, Nick. I'm so <laughs> sorry. <laughs>
Oh, man. Another one that happened uh, more recently. Uh, I'm going to name off two games. Uh, one was Scrap Mechanic. Uh, the fun thing about it was I played a lot with Brandon, uh, somebody you probably don't know, but he's another one of my best friends, as well as uh, another one of his friends, Connor. And I even streamed it a little bit, and that's how I met Barbering Violinists uh, a little bit more directly, because that was the first time he's actually seen me stream and talk, was when I played Scrap Mechanic. And that's a fun game. The thing is, though, uh, eventually Brandon treated it like a Flavor of the Month lost interest, like a normal person, and decided to you know do something else. And I was like, well, fine, I'll just do it myself. And then I tried playing by myself, and I realized this was not fun without him. So thankfully, I managed to break free of that one pretty quickly. But on a similar note, uh, Satisfactory. I ended up playing Satisfactory, I believe it was this year, because I was in a Discord uh, group chat with uh, Thomas, uh, Barbering Violinist, and one of his friends came on and started streaming him. And like, I'm just doing my own business. I'm picking my nose, doing whatever. And I look, and it's like a double take. I had to look a second time. I'm like, wait, are those pipes? And, <laughs> you know, they're just random orange pipes. And, or he probably added, like, a special color or something like that. And he's like, yeah, I got to make sure that they don't overflow or hit a max. Uh, that way I can uh, make sure it's as efficient as possible for one fluid to go to the other. And... Because I played a lot of Minecraft, and we'll talk about that in a second, if I remember. And there's a, a mod on Minecraft where you get to do, like, transfer of energies and stuff like that called Tech at Light. And so I'm like, oh. And Barbering was just immediately, oh, no. Tyler saw this game. There's no way Tyler is going to be able to break from this game. And I'm just sitting here gushing as I'm watching more and more. I was just staring like a kid at the candy store as he's showing me like uh, electricity layouts, doing factories, conveyor belts, running from one to the other. And it's weird because I've heard people talk about Satisfactory. And uh, there's another one that my friend Brandon used to play. Factorio, the 2D version of uh, Satisfactory, essentially. But... Anytime I heard somebody talk about Satisfactory, I was, like, tuned out. Because I'm like, okay, it's a 3D factory game. There's really not much to know about it. But if you like to do any kind of organization skills and you like to see, you know, Object A go from mine, uh, you know, an iron ore and into this amazing process that you uh, spent minutes, maybe even hours uh, building into this beautiful machine of automation if that's your jam, Satisfactory will scratch that itch and so much more because it's it's definitely a factory game with a lot of adventure and exploration elements. I remember the excitement and the fear of the daunting task of switching over from, I believe it was oil over to nuclear energy because the whole jump of uh, getting the recipes and all that stuff prepared so I could actually build it was one thing, but the process of trying to be careful around nuclear radiation was frightening. Because if you make a little mistake on you know an assembly line of something, you gotta go fix it. And so it has to be perfect unless you want to get chernobyl <laughs> So I had to be careful with that, but even gushing about it right now, I love that game. I really want to play it still. I took a break from it because I realized I was building an entire second area and it was going to take somewhere between 100 and 150 hours to do. 
And ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> so I, I really appreciate Satisfactory. It's fun. It's multiplayer too. And even if uh, you're remotely interested in it, I and you never touched it before, I would highly recommend it. Yes, I understand. It's one of the games that I got addicted to, but I was also able to break away from it without running, you know, trouble in my life kind of situation. It wasn't so much uh, that it interfered with my life uh, so much as it annoyed my wife. <laughs> but thankfully, she didn't really give much crap for this one. Uh, let's see, what other ones? Uh, Civilization Five was another contender. Just a little bit, not too much. Uh, before I forget, Minecraft. Minecraft. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Uh, this is a twofold thing because I, I played a, a good chunk of vanilla Minecraft, but... My friends and my friends' friends always wanted to play something called Tekkit, or the Technic, which I believe is the launcher of the mods for uh, Minecraft. And there was Tekkit Classic and Tekkit Lite, which uh, focused on technology, which is why it's called Tekkit, I'm guessing. And the idea of instead of burning coal to uh, smelt your iron uh, ore into iron ingots and all that stuff, and building electricity and appliances in a similar way to that of satisfactory but clearly in minecraft and this was like during 2012 so you know it's for the time it was an amazing game i i tried playing it like uh, a few years ago and it still scratched the same itch i played it with uh, my wife and brandon i believe like maybe five six years ago and it was good but it, you know thankfully I, I can do a call to reason with it where it's like, okay, I understand how much time I'm going to put into this. Do I want to do this given project? knowing I'm going to put this amount of time in it. And the answer thankfully is no, I don't. I'll just do the simple thing for, uh, you know, anywhere between uh, 30 minutes plus, And I'll just stop whenever I want to like mining stuff to get materials for a machine. So thankfully I've been able to break from it. But back in the day, that was not possible. Ooh. Uh, Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley, I don't think I was addicted to just so much that it was a great game. And I started doing that thing where you play the game so much that you want to get the most, you know, start min maximize or sorry, I say min max and it's a D&D term where you pick the lowest skills in one thing so you can have the highest in others. I started maximizing the output of stuff for the like crops and stuff so I can make a wine out of it. And I realized that if my fun is no longer doing the dungeons and stuff like that, and I completed all the storyline and stuff, and I, you know, saved the farm and all that doodad, why am I sitting here with 15 sheds waiting every few days to get some wine? Like, uh, I had to sit back and uh, imagine that one, or re-examine that one, but thankfully that one wasn't too bad. I think one of the biggest ones I can say that I don't think I got uh, truly addicted to uh, was uh, Terraria. A Terraria, I have almost, uh, I have over 900 hours in, which is, you know, uh, for somebody that played a lot of it, that's a very sneezable feat. Uh, but whenever other people of, uh, you know, normal calibers that don't play games like Final Fantasy 14 and all that, they, they look at that and they balk and they're like, whoa, dude, you, you put 900 hours in Terraria? And it's like, well, yeah, it came out in like, I don't know, 2011 or something like that. And, I'll, I, I think I played through it each time, like between 20 and 50 hours over a, a month or two. And then eventually a few months later, somebody else will want to play and I'll pick it right back up. And I think that's the fun thing is 
you can totally burn through it at your own pace. And I think it's a great game. I, I, I'm honestly, I always keep saying that I love Zelda, but I think Terraria by far is my favorite game of all time. I'm sure that'll change. I'm sure like on, you know, uh, next episode, I'm like, so I was talking about uh, Ocarina of Time, also known as the best game of all time, you know, <laughs> just something like that. But I don't think I ever got hooked on Terraria because it 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 doesn't have enough into it that makes you feel the need that you need to stay on regardless. But anytime you're on, it's a blast. Looking for a second, I see Valheim. Valheim's kind of a similar thing where I could have gotten addicted to it, but thankfully there's just something about it where I played enough of it and there was a theoretical ending that I eventually enjoyed it. Like the first time I, I, I definitely got into it more than anybody else that, that I was aware of at the time. Uh, no, actually, you know what? That's not true. I knew a lot of people that were super into it, so I'm not even going to make myself the exception because it was like Brandon, LR, Glenn, uh, and then Barbering and his whole group had a whole thing going on. So yeah, I, I, I was in with all the other people in enjoying it as much as we could when it first came out. And then I tried playing it a second and then I believe a third time. And then by the third time by myself, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, it's fun. I like the challenge. This needs to be with friends. And I think I was able to break away from that. And I think that's it for the list here in Steam. I really can't uh, see anything else that uh, pops up at the time. There's plenty of other ones. I know there is. <laughs> I know there are some out there. But, I mean, I, I just named off a good few. Like, those are, you know, these are a few of my addicting things. Uh, please don't DMC me. Or DMCA me. Uh, speaking of DMCA, I was actually quite worried with my choice of music. And I, I know I said this in the very beginning about the, uh, about the Pixabay and their music that I managed to get. But my first thought is, like, Okay, I put it in the credits. I they only asked for the artists and where it got uh, taken from uh, to be credited for. So I'm like, that's kind of odd. It doesn't. They don't want me to pick out the song. They just want me to write a list, huh? And they're like, "Yep, winky face." And I was like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> I actually had gone as far as go onto YouTube and uh, search. Hey, uh, what's the process of getting a licensed song put onto your podcast? Like, you know, maybe I, I want, uh, uh, Oops, I Did It Again by Britney Spears on one of my podcast episodes because, you know, I keep talking about, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I want to play it anytime I talk about Minecraft or something like that. How much does it cost to put it on an episode? And then it's like, well, you need the, uh, Two different uh, licenses, one for if the episode can be streamed and one if it can be downloaded. And it's like, okay, how much would it be then? Like, I'm sure they have like a little storefront where it's like, rent this song in your pocket. No, 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 you you, you got to email them. And that's something that would terrify the crap out of me. Like email the record, record label holder, the big guy. Or the big gal, you know, 2022, I'm not going to, you know, start uh, genderizing uh, people of authority and message them and say, hey, I'm some guy that likes to talk about the video game industry. I want Britney Spears. Oops, I did it again. And I want to use at least, uh, let's say, 30 to 45 seconds of it. Uh, how much would it be? And, you know, send that in the email saying, I need this license and this license. 
I'm guessing that it's probably automated. I won't know. I'm not going to check. And I decided it'd be much easier to take, uh, you know, songs from Pixabay. But there was a moment where, uh, specifically, I I have a, a weird fascination with the song called uh, My Way by Frank Sinatra. And some people might have heard it and, you know, started to recognize it from uh, a trailer for a Final Fantasy game. Uh, the, I don't remember what it was uh, called. But it was uh, the one that has, I think, Jack as the main character. Something like that. But it has uh, part of the song My Way in it. And when I heard it, it triggered a a core memory. Like, I sat there, my eyes started glazing over. I'm like, I remember this song. Though I've never heard it before in this form. And I shot back 20 years into Child Me when I had my first MP3 player. And I was listening to Eddie Murphy's Delirious. Uh, My uncle had it in uh, MP3 form. It was a comedy special with Eddie Murphy. And he was making fun of Elvis, who also did a cover of the song My Way. And so the way Eddie Murphy sings it, you know, in his weird uh, comedic fashion of Elvis, uh, stayed in my brain for decades. And I would kind of, you know, sing it every now and then because it was catchy whenever it popped up. But I didn't understand or know what the actual lyrics were. Lyrics were. Sorry, I said that twice because I lyrics, uh, lyrics, uh, and I didn't understand what the words were. And then when I heard this trailer, uh, I I started hearing the the memory music from Breath of the Wild kick, and I'm like, whoa! And as soon as I realized who sings the song, what is the song? What are the words for the song? <laughs> I play it almost every day. Anytime I come home uh, or I'm heading back to the warehouse, I'll be backing in. But before I back into the uh, warehouse, I'll uh, say, uh, you know, hey, pss, pss, pss. Uh, I, I don't want to say the words that accidentally trigger your devices or mine. And I'll go, play my way, Frank Sinatra. And just like the starting of that song as a uh, backing in, as I did a satisfying day of work, and finally, like, it's like get, getting a baby blanket you didn't even know you had, because 10-year-old you didn't know what the song that Elvis Presley did a cover of, that Eddie Murphy was doing a comedic cover of, and now you're finally at ground zero. And it feels so good, and I love that song. And anyways, I brought that up because I wanted to put that song, say, at the final episode of, like, the season. Like, yep, Arcade Report, and it's uh, 12 or so subjects and all that stuff. You could say I did it my way. Uh, you know, and then, bam, there goes uh, uh, Frank Sinatra just uh, hitting me at the end of the show. But then I was like, oh, I got to email important people who are much more important to me. And I don't want to do that because anxiety stinks. So I don't think I will be doing that. I don't think I'll be singing it. But uh, if you want to think about it and look it up on Spotify or something, think of me, won't you? Because I love that song. <sighs> Let's see. I I think that's pretty much it. Uh, I'm hoping Downwinder Thrust doesn't sue me. I know. Uh, because uh, I don't think uh, I should have I should have asked permission to get his video taken partly onto uh, the episode. So I'm a little bit nervous about that. I'm hoping that, you know, 
fair use plus his whole permission. He doesn't want to, you know, DMCA that because I did a modified version of it. And he's going to look like, oh, this is uh, important. Somebody else is sharing it. He gave me full credit. Okay, we're cool. I'm pretty sure Dr. K was cool with it. And I hope the people that sent me their recordings was okay with it because that would be very awkward. But uh, I feel like I took a little bit more liberties than I'm used to trying to get stuff in. So I'm hoping that doesn't bite me in the butt. But we'll see. So screw it. Anyways, uh, that's going to be it for me, guys. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I really took the initiative with this one, and I'm really glad for all the people that uh, really worked with me. I was kind of shocked, and I'm going to do that thing where I'm trying to wrap it up. I'm going to talk for another two minutes. I was kind of shocked when I asked certain people to tell me about the times that they witnessed or dealt with uh, uh, video game addiction. And the responses, as I said in the show, were kind of shaking. When you had one of my, I had one of my friends just flat out say, yeah, I never experienced it. And then I asked somebody else and they're like, yeah, what are you talking about? Why do you think I experienced that? What are you you trying to say? What are you trying to say about me? And it's like, oh, shoot. Yep. Yeah. Sorry. No. (laughs) Why would I ever think that you have eyeballs and, you know, you hung out with hundreds of different gamers in your life and you've never experienced uh, video game addiction from yourself or another person? Okay. Yeah. And so they didn't want to say anything or put anything about it. And I realized that I have no idea. Like, I'd like to think that some of these people I do have an idea. I don't know if they're being defensive, ignorant, or otherwise just, you know, it's a subject that they're not ready to breach. But I was not about to force it. But thankfully, if they're listening, there's an episode that I dedicate to to them. I don't know why I stuttered there, but (laughs) I did. And I I think it was a great episode meant for a lot of important people. So, here's that. There's that. That was the extra two minutes I warned you about. And I think... I'm going to try to end this on a happy thought. I Last uh, off the script, I looked up and I saw the Roll for an Initiative uh, painting. And this time I'm looking up and I see a painting that my wife did of what appears to be a cat. Uh, wielding the master sword and having Link's tunic. Uh, there's also a uh, what looks like a fairy mouse, which is an important detail. Uh, Navi the mouse with a blue background, some green grass, and uh, I'm guessing it's a tree. She put a lot of heart into the character so much that the tree is something. Uh, you know, but I'm not gonna hate on that. Yeah, but the fact that she made cat uh, Link and mouse Navi is so adorable, and I'm glad I can look up at all the other stuff that's hanging on my walls. And I can look at that, you know, look up, and that's the first thing I I see. Because that's an important thing that I need uh, to see. Uh, When I'm sitting here, you know, I might be playing games, I might be a little stressed out, so I'll look up and go, ah! And then I can look up and I can see something about my wife made because she cares about me. And she knows that I love video games, but it's a happy reminder that she's there. And uh, hopefully I can get some art from my son or something up here to help remind me of that too. Because I'd rather see art of him to think fondly than play video games until 5.30 in the morning and then hear him screaming. Because uh, I think that might be the <laughs> that might do the opposite effect. But uh, okay, that's it. I'm done. I'm cutting it. I love you guys. See you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>